in with the DJ that keeps the hits coming. What's this? The Uncut Live Show. Hey, I like it. Castle. Oh, my God. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Wow, that's such a beautiful intro. Hi, everybody. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. There's been a lot of things on the table. Been a lot of things that I've been doing. Uh, have to, first and foremost, be a dad. Yes, uh, I got to be a dad. I have a teenage uh, child. And uh, let's just say, teenagers, uh, don't don't disappoint. <laughs> uh, on this episode, I get to have the honor of talking to a gentleman out of Alabama. Uh, Kristen is a voice actor. He is a businessman, and he's been in the radio marketing uh, pretty much business for a good majority of his life. Uh, he has a lot of experience uh, behind certain marketing uh, ideas that he used to work with WCW uh, when they did the NASCAR I think it was for the NWO NASCAR, but I could be possibly uh, mistaken. You'll find more out on this interview here shortly. But we sat down and I wanted to discuss what his thoughts about the whole White Rabbit, Bray Wyatt situation. Uh, it kind of three-part question. And then at the end, see how he he thought everything all together uh, is going. Because uh, we're getting close to the Royal Rumble. And uh, they have a new match that they came up with because they have brave versus la Knight. so without further ado so i'm here with that guy that guy how are you moderately neato moderately neato moderately neato i am doing i'm doing well and you i am doing fabulous fantastic and fat pht fat to be exact very good it's all that barbecue. Yes, yes. It's all that barbecue. Yes, barbecue is good for the soul. Very good for the soul. Maybe not for so much for the heart, but it's good for the soul. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. If mama made it for you, it's good for you. It's a good. It's a good. So It's a good thing. So speaking of good things and things that are good, maybe bad. Yes. I don't know. Let's get your opinion on it. So well, Happy to give it to you. Recently, I guess you can say, not really, but let's just go with that. We've had Bray Wyatt return to the WWE. Long yes. story short, we've had a long-term, I guess, technically, storyline. So, with your expertise, we would like to see what that guy has an opinion on. And that opinion, we would like to be on Bray Wyatt and how you feel that it's going. Thank you, Perd. Let me answer that question directly with another question. Mm -hmm. um, no, I, I'm, I'm teasing. Now, I think it's it's good that he's returned. He he shouldn't have left in the first place. Okay, factual. Uh, when you have high merchandise rating and and everything else, why would you let someone like that go only to have them return later? I think his his story is complex and good. Bray Wyatt is a very creative genius in his storytelling. Right. However. I think it's going on a little too long and we got to We got to bring it to some sort of head because I think the audience is, is losing interest in the story. We, we got a lot of buzz with all those codes and you know, the, the, uh, the white rabbit. Yeah. The white rabbit. 
and that was great. And then all of a sudden, he appeared with all the Firefly Funhouse characters in real life. And now we have Uncle Howdy, and apparently we have another uncle. There's not just Uncle Howdy, there's Uncle Dandy or Uncle something, because there's been some trademark filed for another uncle name from WWE I and Bray Wyatt. It's Dandy or uh, Harper, maybe. I'm not Harper, sure. That's it. Uncle Harper. Yeah. yeah. So it, it could be, you know, Luke Harper, you know, uh, uh, Brody Lee that he's trying to file the trademark for. Hmm. Uh, it, you know, since they were his closest friends, and I could understand that. But the story is going on far too long. Um, I don't understand the lights out match. I don't understand how that's going to happen because we're having Mountain Dew sponsor a match. So is it going to be two guys with night vision goggles or I, I that is I don't one know. of the I questions I was going to, to going to ask you. One of the definite questions I was going to ask you about the pitch black match. Now, would pitch you black, say, sorry. Would you would you say that the the Bray Wyatt situation storyline or just, you know, creative in general was going to take the interstate and instead of taking the interstate, they decided to go and take the scenic route on the highway to the 305, to the 180, to the 90, to the 350, and then the 105, and kind of just got completely sidetracked, would you say? I, I, I think that's a good, fair analogy. Um, instead of taking the I-20 route, we took the Route 66 route. Yes. Which is fun. It's great and scenic, and it, it's kind of an interesting ride. But here again, Bray Wyatt has complete creative control over this new character that he has developed. Correct. He now kind of needs not just having full creative control, but maybe someone to go rein in it a little bit, Bray. Come on. We got we to gotta rein it in to help keep him on track, let's say. I don't want to see the whole thing taken away from him and be put underneath a WWE creative because as I said, he's a, got an incredible mind for the business and his character development storytelling. It's great. I love seeing it. However, it's going on too long. We got to wrap it up a little bit here, or at least kind of build to the next chapter. We're still on chapter one and chapter one is a lengthy read right now. Chapter one seems like a novel. More than yeah, I, I think that's a fair statement. I, it's it seems like a novel at, at this point, you know. And we don't want the story to end, but we also want the story to continue. So as a whole, we've gotten that explanation and your thoughts on. Now let's kind of break this up in parts here. All right. The beginning, before we knew that it was Bray Wyatt, before the hype was going on. I mean, we had hype uh, way before, but. When we got these little QR codes and these all little uh, vignettes, uh, I think is the correct term. Yes. What did you like about that? And what would you like to see continue from that if we break these up in parts? I like to see how far, quote unquote, the right white rabbit was going down the rabbit hole. And that's what it really led everyone watching you literally were going down the rabbit hole trying to figure out who was who what was what who's coming back who's going to be part of this what have you okay 
I thought it was very clever marketing from Bray Wyatt and WWE. Uh, it's a little disappointing, though, because I think everybody had an expectation of when they saw the characters come to life, they were trying to piece back all these people Levesque, Triple H, was bringing back. For instance, they thought Dexter Loomis was going to be Mercy the Buzzard. Uh, they thought Bronson Reed was going to be the Husky Harris or Husky the Pig. Alexa Bliss was going to be um, Sister uh, or Abigail, you know, bringing back her care. Or not Abigail, I'm sorry. Carrying Cro- uh, Scarlet was going to be Sister Abigail. Carrying Cross was going to be another character. Mm-hmm. So on, so on, so forth. But that didn't happen. They've all gone their own ways, and it only seems like the one person that's being brought back underneath that umbrella is Alexa Bliss with Uncle Howdy. Yes, that's uh and I I've I was never really a a fan of Alexa taking Wyatt's character and kind of turning it into her own. Yes. The female fiend, so to say. I wasn't really a big fan of it, but okay, it happened. She's there. Now we're bringing it back where Alexa's going to be heel and brought back into the fold with the Wyatt family or whatever it is going to be. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens, but I, I, the whole white rabbit thing went really, really high, had high expectations. And then it kind of, it went to a detour. I didn't expect. So we get to the point to where it's the day of the big event. And all of a sudden in the beginning, they had this little uh, teaser of the white rabbit continuing uh and then that was pretty much the last part of it except when we started hearing his music and kind of seeing how do you do the vignettes or whoever we thought was doing the vignettes in the beginning and then lo and behold the pop was deafening the noise was loud the walls mm-hmm. shook the roof blew off the the uh the arena and lo and behold we have mr bray uh, walking there with a the little tribute to Luke Harper with the way the uh, lights were flashing with the door. Now, I bring this up because this is the second part of it. Now, I felt that it was a little different because you had all of the Firefly characters. Words are big today, by the way. Uh, characters all out in the arena with where everybody thought, like you were saying previous, uh, were supposed to be certain individuals uh, within the roster. Now, what was your thoughts on there, uh, how that went, or how you think it should have went? Because that is a completely 180, 360, whatever you want to say. No, not 360, because I'd be going around back to the same point. But uh, 180, uh, to where they, you know, started with the, you know, everybody's conspiracy theory, everybody was, was getting involved. It was disappointing. If if I had to answer, it was disappointing because it, it to me it, it's gone nowhere. You did all of that build up with all those characters coming to life, and you you would logically think all these people coming back were going to be those characters, and that didn't happen. So, was it just for show? What was the idea behind it? 
you were expecting a big faction and you've gotten nothing but Bray coming out every week, you know, professing his love for the fans. And it's great to see that. It's great to hear it. It's genuine. It's a genuine connection to the fans. But it's disappointing that you had all of that, that massive spectacle and you got nothing from it. Absolute zero zilch, nada. You got you got nothing from it. And I, I please, I am a Bray Wyatt fan. I think he's creative, but at the same time, maybe he needs, as I said, needs a little guidance with somebody going, okay, let's help you writing a little bit. So that's a good segue to get into the third part of it, of the word guidance. It seems like now that we've talked. You've talked or I've talked and have mentioned a little bit about Howdy or Uncle Harper or whoever the other ones are. But there's a main dominant one so far that gives Bray a little bit of guidance so far, which has led to something else uh, that you can give me an opinion and everybody can hear it. Uh, supposedly the, the Fiends coming back, which is completely another 180. But... The guidance from Uncle Howdy. How do you think that is going? And how do you think that that lines up or does it not line up with the White Rabbit and Bray Wyatt and all the pieces together? It doesn't doesn't line up with the White Rabbit at all. To me, in my opinion, it has nothing to do with the White Rabbit. Um, I think the White Rabbit, if I could make a, a guess on it, was to lead everyone so far from it that what you get is what you did not expect. The consp- It's the conspiracy theory type thing. You go so far down the hole, like I said, that you find the answer and then you go, oh, well, that's not exactly what I thought was going to happen. We'll be right back after this word, 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 word. What's up, pro wrestling fans? This is your boy, DJ Barbecue with the Kodak Radio Network with some big, big news. We are blessed and honored and very grateful to be teaming up with Workhorse Fitness. That's right, Workhorse Fitness, which will help you get that energy, that muscle gain, and that weight loss that you've always asked for. Are you ready to add that horsepower to maximize that weight loss, to maximize that muscle gain? If you're ready to do that, go to WorkhorseFitness.com. Type in K-O-T-A. That's K-O-T-A. That's Coda for 10% off of your purchase. And start today. Workhorse Fitness has been very fortunate to have some of the world's greatest athletes to use this product and find success, like Sasha Banks, Apollo Crews, Peyton Royce, and much, much more. Go to WorkhorseFitness.com. Save today by typing K-O-T-A. In your face, all over the place. We're online. 24-7. 24-7. You're listening to the Uncut Live Show on the Coda iRadio Network. <laughs> Now time for the Kodai Radio Network's Wrestling Community News. Straight up. You know what it is. Breaking news and rumors coming out of the WWE. More disturbing news about Vince McMahon. The Wall Street Journal's reporting Vince McMahon has yet another lawsuit settlement with Rita, a woman he did horrible things to apparently back in the 80s. This is another multi-million dollar lawsuit putting Vince McMahon's lawsuits over $20 million now. 
keep in mind, this is the Wall Street Journal reporting, not some dirt sheet, dirt sheet bullshit. So this is legit. This is awful news. Vince McMahon, showing your face shows that you might have the biggest balls in all of the world. What do you think about this, everybody? Let me know in the comments. Should Vince McMahon ever have returned or she he have just paid off his $20 million and went off into the sunset as the dirt baggie? Oh, back to the show. As I said, disappointing with the white rabbit because I, I was expecting a lot, but that's me personally expecting things. I am not Bray Wyatt. I don't know what's going on in his mind, but it's it's an interesting ride to see what what corner we'll take next. Where will we turn? What will happen next? So uh, speaking of next, it seems like the Royal Rumble is next, and that's where I was bringing up the fiend because the last smackdown episode was the fact that he was back in his chair kind of the old bray wyatt from the louisiana kind of the whole you know raging cajun you know kind of uh louisiana uh kind of bayou uh individual and then something had a qr code where uh individuals were finding out that it led to a video of him being the Bray Wyatt previously before he got released and saying, let me in. And then you saw the fiend mask. After hearing that, if you did not watch it and, or if you did, what are you expecting? Are you expecting it to kind of stay this whole, like going 180 moves? Or do you think that there's a certain point that it's pin pivoting to? Boy, um, I hate to admit it, I don't know where it's going to go. Because anywhere I think it's going to turn, it does not. What I would like to see happen, I would like to see The Fiend return and have him have him do that character again, just to bring it back for old time's sake. And then have that conflict of whoever Uncle Howdy or Uncle Harper is. Which it looks like Raw and SmackDown, the two uncles, who you think they're Uncle Howdy, they are two different looking different uncles. True. The uncle on SmackDown comes out bigger mask, bigger, you know, brighter eyes, seemingly longer hair, not as much of the twisted uh twisted mustache like the villains of vaudeville, you know? Yes. Raw comes out a little stubbier, a little portlier kind of that ringmaster top hat with the barbed wire, smaller eyes, bigger bigger face, bigger facial features. So it leads me to believe that, yeah, you, you don't just have an Uncle Howdy. You've got, as they filed for, Uncle Harper. So what what is next? I don't know. Do I, do I think it'll lead to the match and, and kind of pinpoint something? I, I don't know where this ride is taking us. And it's that's part of the the joy of watching it right now. So picture yourself and, and myself going down the road to WrestleMania. But before then we have to stop at the Royal rumble and they announced that it's going to be a pitch black match from Mountain Dew pitch black. Cause obviously why not have the sponsor do this fiend is kind of crazy. You know, we've already had a red cage and with red lighting might as well have a pitch black match from, Mountain Dew, right? right? And I said this on the Chop Shop with Axel, uh, which is on YouTube. 
Uh, and I said, I, you know, I could see it'd be Bray, but I don't think it's really going to be Bray. It'd be like Mick Foley. And he was in the Royal Rumble, and he had all three personalities in the Royal Rumble, right? Which takes a lot out of it. Anyway. he had all four. Yes, that's true, because he was Mick Foley, and then the, uh, uh, who was he it He came next? out as Mankind. Mankind he came was out next. as Dude Love. Yep. He came out as Cactus Jack, and yep. then came out as Mick Foley. Yep, so yeah, in that order. My thing is, is I think that's the same thing that's going to happen with Bray. He's going to come out with all these personalities. And what's the easiest way to be able to have all these personalities come in? You know, obviously cinematic, you know. But the best way to do it is where you can shut the lights off and turn them back on in a pitch black match. Now that hey, I say that. You know, I, I have to agree with that. I, I didn't have any thoughts on what they were going to do. I thought it would hit, be The Fiend coming back. But, you know, when you say that, that would be a better way to describe the pitch black match or to, to have it go forward. Lights on. It's let's say it's Husky Harris Nexus. Original, you know, the original Bray Wyatt, Husky Harris. Click those lights back off. Click them back on. It's Bray Wyatt, Eater of Worlds. Wyatt family. Click them off. Click them on again. Firefly, you know. Uh, the the whole world in his hands, the John Cena Bray Wyatt that he fought. Click them off again. Click them on. It's Mr. Wyatt from the Fun House. Click them off. Click them back on again. The Fiend. And then finally ended up with the Bray Wyatt we know now or Uncle Howdy. I was kind of thinking that you add a little bit of the 90s Van Damme type of movies to where they're in the, in the, the ship and it's pitch black, and you can only see little people swooping around, trying to, you know, go around and fight and try to get the uh, upper advantage. And then, he, you know, he just kind of calmly closes his eyes and he can see. Or, you know, like the whole, maybe it's another way to say the old bags over the head, like they had with Rick Martell and Jake the Snake Roberts. I mean, it's pitch black. Pointing, pointing at him. Yeah, it could be. You know? We we don't know. We don't. I mean, I've never heard of a pitch black match from Mountain Dew. From Mountain Dew. I mean, do I think it'll be good? I hope it'll be good. I hope it doesn't end up being like a zombie tag, you know, zombie lumberjack match like we had with Miz and uh, Damian Priest, which was terrible. I'm just I'm just hoping for whatever it is, it's going to be entertaining. Very but entertaining. Sadly. When we think things are going to be entertaining, they end up not being entertaining. They can they can say in a room, this is going to be a good idea. Let's go forward with it. And it ends up not being a good idea, like the zombie lumberjack match or the shockmaster. Or even, hey, let's have RoboCop appear at our wrestling event. RoboCop. Some things just shouldn't be, should be had and should be stopped right in their infancy. Right. Glad that you came on. Glad I was able to ask you these questions because I really wanted to hear somebody else's uh, opinion. Also, with your uh, professional uh, talents in the industry that you're in, it's kind of good to hear your side because you've been in the production part of it. You've been in the advertising part of it. Right. Uh, you're still, I shouldn't say you, you were, you still are in those avenues and those parts. Um, why don't you let the listeners know who that guy is and what that guy does. Gladly, and thank you for that. Uh, I am a professional voiceover actor. 
Uh, I do commercials and some video games. You've probably heard me on your radio on Sirius XM or within your favorite grocery store, such as Albertsons, the place to shop, or Publix, where it's a pleasure shopping with us. Or if you actually have a drink, I'm the guy that sells you some midnight moonshine. Midnight. That's me. That is very cool. I like that. And if you're in Publix, just go ahead and say, I know that guy. I heard that guy on. That's actually how I got my name. Oh, is it? That's that's the air. You want you want a quick story? Here's a quick story. Yes. I'm in line at the grocery <laughs> store, and somebody knows me. They're asking about an ad that I did, and it was for a furniture company, talking like a Russian gangster. And I did my line for him, being funny. And a guy behind me goes, "Hey, uh, hey, I know you. You're you're uh, you're that guy from." Uh, the thing, yeah, that's you. That's you, dear. That guy. I can't remember where you're from, but you're that guy from that thing. And that's how I got my my username on social media. I thought that would be kind of funny to use. I'm that guy from the thing. I'm snap finger famous because people hear my voice when I do something silly, and they go, "Oh yeah, you're, you're, you're." Uh, I know you. Snap finger famous. We're gonna make merchandise. With, with with your with your mug on it, possibly. Snap finger famous. Yes, he is. I'm snap finger famous. That actually, you can't say that five times fast because I'd screw that up real quick. Snap finger famous. 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 And this is the reason why this gentleman, that guy, is in the business that he's in because he knows how to do that elegantly. God, I actually said that word correctly. <laughs> I'm pretty proud. Very of good. Myself. You. You used a $10 word. Hey. Very good for you. A round of applause. Score one for the South Dakota education system. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed you do. And I'm very proud, and we'll do that one with another round of applause. Because <laughs> you really can't say that to a, a, a most people. <laughs> Enough with the applause already. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what? I appreciate your time. Uh, everybody, make sure that you go and find that guy on TikTok. Uh, he does very good videos. He's very knowledgeable. And drop him a line. Uh, we will have him back on another show. We are going to have that guy on the Kodai Radio Network. He's going to give us his great thoughts, his knowledge, his experience. And it's going to be an excellent, excellent show, excellent time, and hopefully that'll be out there soon. But we're going to have him on this show, the Uncut Live show. And I hope everybody has a great day, good night, uh, and mid-afternoon, wherever you are. All right? Peace. What's up, TikTok world? This is your boy, DJ Barbecue with the Code I Radio Network, host of this Uncut Live show. Like this episode? Do you want to hear more? Then go to our link tree. It's in the bio at Uncut Live Show on Twitter or in the description. Please make sure you like, share, and subscribe. None of these episodes would be possible without our sponsors. We'd like to thank Midwest All Pro Wrestling, Remedy Brewing Company, K-Back Radio, Workhorse Fitness, the Alberta Wrestling Academy, and Can-Am Wrestling.